And welcome back to Zoom and Zarni. Today is September 9th, Thursday, and I'm happy to have the Pompey Town Democratic candidates on my feed today. Uh, Renee Rotundo, who is uh, running for another two-year term as supervisor of Pompey, uh, and Bill Lipe, who's running for the town board. You may remember that in 2019, Pompey was a surprise victory for Democrats as they took over uh, control of the town board and the town supervisor. Uh, race. This was the result of some really horrible electioneering by the Republicans who uh, threw out some uh, some of their longtime Republicans for more Trumpian Republicans, and uh, that backfired on them. However, now Renee is running for a second term, and uh, she had to manage uh, you know the town of Pompeii through the COVID crisis. And Bill Lipe is running for one of the open seats. Uh, so this is, it's an interesting interview because. Many people don't think of Pompeii as a democratic uh, area of Onondaga County. It's actually one of the more affluent areas of Onondaga County. But uh, the town of Pompeii has been trending our way in registrations over the last few years, and that resulted in our surprise victory. Uh, so it'll be uh, interesting to see whether that can be sustained um, in this election term. So and they, we had a great conversation, so I hope you stick around for the interview. As always, <laughs> that's why you're here, right? <laughs> um, no, no real election news uh, today. Uh, you know, is uh, we got past Labor Day, and this is really the beginning of the election season. Uh, you know, we're uh, around 54 days away from election day, 44 from early voting, and uh, you know, eight days away from when we start sending out absentees. So things are starting to get real. We have our ballot here in Onondaga County. There are no challenges. Uh, and so we're preparing to mail those out at the end of uh, next week for all the absentee voters. A reminder that you can get an absentee ballot for COVID reasons in 2021. All you have to do is select the temporary illness portion of the absentee ballot. And uh, that is a valid excuse for this year. You may note that this year we do have uh, propositions on the, on the ballot as well. So make sure you flip your ballot. Because on the back, there's a couple of pro-voter propositions. The uh, removal of the 10-day window for registration, which will enact same-day registration, and the, uh, the no-excuse absentee ballot uh, proposition, which will eliminate any need for excuse and go to more mail-in balloting in the future here in New York State. These are pro-voter measures, and they're uh, constitutional bylaw changes that are needed to be approved by the voters. So hopefully the voters will approve it and we'll have even more options for you uh, next year. But thank you very much for coming to Zoom and Zarni today. And I hope you enjoyed my interview with the Pompeii Town Democrats. Bye-bye. And I'm very happy to have my friends, Renee Rotundo, the supervisor of the town of Pompeii, and Bill Lippi, who's a uh, candidate on the Democratic line for town board, uh, thank you, Renee and Bill, for coming on Zoom and Zarni. Thank you. You're welcome. So, Renee, um, you know, we're going to start with you. You're running for re-election uh, for uh, town supervisor. It's only a two-year term. Uh, tell us what it was like, uh, you know, or, or tell us what you've accomplished over the last two years. What are some of the things that you're very proud of? Uh, it's a hard uh, town in the town of Pompeii for a Democrat to win in, but yet 
You did. <clears throat> you know, and uh, and what are what are some of the things that you've uh, been able to do? Well, first of all, the thing I'm most proud of in terms of the the previous election and the victory that we had, because it was overwhelming, is that we ran truly as a team. We were united. Um, yes, it was a democratic line, but we had a multi-party ticket and um, people. it really resonated with people that we weren't, it wasn't a battle among us. It was, even though we were different parties. So we took that and we brought that into the administration, the new administration, that we continued that theme of team. Um, and we really worked together. That was one of the, the um, most important things for me to accomplish was that um, all of the town officials felt valued and that we shared information. We started these monthly in, internal monthly check-ins where we virtually um, met once a month and we shared information from every aspect of town government so that we all were aware of what each other was doing. And I really do believe in the power of information. So um, the, but, but as, as far as actual accomplishments. I mean, that to me, that's the over, that was the overriding change that took place when our administration took office. Um, but some of the things that we did accomplish was we've saved this town an enormous amount of um, wasteful spending. Um, I, I, I can't even um, actually sum it up for you right now, but um, when we um, did, when we had budget time in 2020, for the 2021 budget, this year's budget, we cut general fund spending by 14%. Um, we stopped draining the highway fund of necessary um, money. Um, we also looked outside the norm for revenue, which is typically in, in uh, Pompey, uh, the taxpayers. Uh, we are well above the state average in the amount of revenue that we um, take in from our taxpayers. Uh, most, town, most towns, it's about 43%. By the last time I looked at the state comptroller's office website, Pompey is about 77% thereabouts. That's a huge dis, um, difference between what the, what the average is across the state and what we take from the taxpayers. So we started looking at other sources of income revenue because we really had infrastructure issues. Infrastructure in the town had been neglected for years and years and years because any revenue that came in went to make sure that taxes didn't get raised. And that's all well and good because nobody wants their taxes raised. I don't want my taxes raised. But when you do that and, and what suffers is the services that you can provide, the equipment that you need to provide those services with, um, all of that um, was neglected. And so um, despite the fact that we also um, came into office with $115,000 shortfall in our budget, was being told we're going to be $115,000 short when it came budget time, and um, with a $90,000 health insurance debt, um, and reductions due to COVID in revenue from the state, um, we were still able to hold um, taxes in check in 2021 um, to $0.19 cents on $1,000 assessed value. And given where we had started, that's a huge um, um, win 
for the taxpayers. And, and we expect this year, where last year was famine, this year might be feast when it comes budget time. And we expect to really be able, um, because of what we've been doing to look at outside sources of revenue and the way we've been trying to cut spending, um, um, we really expect to the budget situation this year to be very, very different. We've done so much to improve services and access to government and allowing people to have a participatory role, whether it's, um, you know, through our, we, we were going to go virtual anyway. Um, and then COVID just sped it up. Um, so, um, but we, we will continue whether there's COVID or not to live stream and video record our um, meetings so that people can watch them at their convenience um, from the comfort of their home and, and still be informed. Um, I could go on, but I don't want to take up all the time. It's okay. It's, and I told you, you give me a question. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, my dog. It's okay. That's uh, that's what COVID has done to us. We're all at home. And uh, yeah. it's great that, uh, that you were forward thinking on transparency because I think the governments that were already thinking about going virtual, like Manlius, like yourself, like, um, like the city of Syracuse, they were ready for COVID where some of the other governments weren't and uh, had a scramble during a pandemic time. Bill, you're running for office for the first time. Uh, so why don't you give the listeners or viewers a little bit of your background and, and where you come from? Uh, sure. Um, I'm, I'm certainly not a natural born politician, I can tell you that much. Um, but I think that, you know, the reason I'm doing this is I feel like I relate well to both ends of Pompey, sort of the south end where a lot of the farming community is, as well as the north end where it's more suburban. Uh, so I'm certainly familiar with both. You know, I've lived in Pompey for my whole life, 56 years, grew up in a dairy farm there. Um, I, I feel like my educational background is fairly well suited for this job. Um, you know, I have an engineering, I have an undergraduate degree in engineering, and I've worked on the planning board, so I'm fairly uh, familiar with those issues. Um, but I also have an MBA in finance, so I'm fairly familiar with the budgetary issues that we might be dealing with. And um, you know, my father and my family have a long history of public service. So there's a part of me that wants to sort of start to give back. And, um, you know, I really, I know this sounds silly, but I like the people in Pompey. I've known them for a long time and I feel like I'm at a point in my life where I can give back. And um, I certainly do not have any type of political agenda other than to try and help make good decisions. And, and I'm supportive of Renee. I think she's done a really good job. It's it's not the kind of job I can imagine anybody would want because it's just, you know, a lot of work with very little payoff. But I think she's done a great job and could use some support. Yeah, uh, she, she has. <laughs> and, uh, um, and I hope the voters, uh, you know, reward that. I think, I, you know, I hope they do. But, uh, Bill, you are running for town board for the first time. Uh, and so you, there must be some areas of town government that you would like to uh, improve on while you're on the town board or focus on while you're on the town board. What are some of those things that you think that uh, you would like to? to well, I, I know that, you know, I'm a very fiscally conservative person. And I, I, again, I think Renee's done a good job of starting to sort of 
reorient the ship and make the town more fiscally responsible. So I, I think I can help out with that. I'm fairly familiar with budgetary issues. And um, so I think I can help out with that. And like Renee talked about infrastructure issues, I'm certainly familiar with those um, given my background. So I think those are the type of areas that can I, I can be supportive of and I'm certainly very familiar with. Um, but I, I think she's done a great job. And I think, she, again, she's sort of righted the ship and I'd like to help her to continue to do that. I don't, there's nothing specifically in terms of a topic that I'm aware of that I feel like this is my one purpose for pursuing this, but rather someone who's a lifelong resident who has the background and understands a lot of the, the dynamics and the needs. You know, the, the town of Pompey is comprised of the northern section, which is obviously much more suburban, and the southern section, which is a farming community. And I personally think that that's a, a very nice sort of diversified dynamic for the town that a lot of other towns don't have. So if there's ways that I can help to support that, we don't have a very large commercial uh, aspect to our town, but for what commercial entities do exist, I feel I can certainly relate to their needs. I'm a business owner myself. So to the, to the effect that we might be able to improve uh, on the commercial aspects of the town as well, um, you know, I think I could help be helpful with. But I, I personally really like the dynamics of the town, you know, sort of farming and, and business and residential and would like to try to sustain that and uh, help us to continue that moving forward. And Renee, uh, now that you're running for re-election, uh, you know, we touched on a lot of things that you've already done uh, as supervisor and things you focused on. What are, what, what are you hoping to do in your next term, in your next two years? Uh, you know, what, what are the focuses that you think are important for the town of Pompey? Well, the, this, these first two years, and I got to say, I just am all about doing the work. If I wish I wish this was a longer term because two years is no amount of time to be able to affect real change. Before you basically get started, you're distracted by having to run for re-election unless you run unopposed. Um, but um, so the work is what I care most about. Um, we spent most of these almost two years now looking and assessing and reprioritizing um, town government to be better um, responsive to our communities. And the hamlets in the town of Pompey are in desperate need of town help. Um, there used to be so much more business. <clears throat> Bill will know this better than I because he lived here his whole, whole life. I've only been here for 22 years, um, but um, there used to be a lot more um, business in the town of Pompey that has all uh, dwindled down. I would like to bring some of that back. I think we can do that by trying to improve the looks of our hamlets and, and trying to attract some business. And obviously we're somewhat limited by the fact that we don't have water and sewer, we have wells and septic, but you know, still there are businesses that, that can um, operate in, in that way. The other thing I think that is really important now that we've started to look at alternative um, sources of revenue, what I would call ex external revenue rather than taxpayer dollars, um, is I'd like to put together a financial plan and a capital improvement plan 
so that there is planning in place for reserve funds, for savings, for planning for uh, replacement of, of infrastructure um, equipment and roofs and furnaces um, down the road. Because thus far, all I can tell is what happened previous to my administration is that can just got kicked down the road year after year after year. And now we have a hole to dig ourselves out of because we have a lot of infrastructure needs in order to keep providing the services to the town that are necessary. And I'm willing to balance those two things. You have to balance what you need to operate, which is our spending, with um, the revenues that you have coming in um, and, and try and, and provide not only for the, you know, taxpayers care most about tax dollars, but we also have to be fiscally responsible in how we operate our town government because I don't think fiscal responsibility is just about keeping the tax rate low. It's also about being able to provide the services at um, the best cost that we can and doing good by our town. And right now my dog has decided to knock over her toy basket and is pulling everything out of it. And my dog was barking. So, so it's like sorry. It. <laughs> it's like dogs, I'm on the phone and are welcome. I'm sorry. Okay, I'm just really. All of a sudden, I realized what she was doing. Uh, we're we're a dog friendly. Uh, okay. <laughs> sorry. Um. So, oh, and the other thing, if I could just say one more yeah. thing, I don't feel like in the past there's been much of a budget process in the town. Um, it has basically been pretty uh, pro forma, and last year we did a deep dive into the budget. And we will continue to do that under my administration because we found so many places where um, we could save or reprioritize. And um, I think that's just as important as like that every year planning as long-term planning. Right, yeah, uh, that, is, that is very important to be transparent in the budget process and uh, give your citizens a chance to uh, participate and, and not just Pass it in the dead of night, like right. you see in some other areas. Um, you kind of touched on it a little bit, like COVID has changed everything uh, in town government, but also in campaigning. That you did not have to campaign last year, uh, but you did have to run a town in the middle of uh, you know the the weirdest time in my lifetime. So, you know, and uh, but now you have to go door to door. Now you have to start doing a, a campaign. How do you, we'll start with you, Renee, how do you uh, plan to uh, campaign during this, uh, you know, insert, you know, upswing of Delta variant here? Yeah. In um, with a lot of caution, I'm not going to assume if I go, my, my strategy has always been door to door. Um, um, come here. Um, but I will go door to door with a mask and I will not assume that any, anybody's door that I knock on is, is um, wants to have any close contact. So I think we have to be really sensitive to every, how everybody is, um, reacts and responds to COVID. Um, I don't think I'm going to change much of the way <clears throat> campaign um, because I do believe in the importance of door to door. So, uh, but we'll just be careful. Um, just like we've had to do for the last, you know, year and, and eight months, which is very careful about the controlling traffic in the town hall and in the highway garage, especially the highway garage, because 
if that if if COVID blew through there and it was winter time um, and we have the biggest town and most town roads in the county, uh, we'd be in trouble. So we've been very 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 careful about masking and distancing and sanitizing on in town facilities. And I would do the same for uh, campaigning. Great, and Bill, uh, I I know this is your first campaign, um, so maybe not different. But how is how is COVID uh, affecting your campaign plan? Well, in terms of door to door, I'm actually, as a first time candidate, more concerned about dogs biting me and people coming out with shotguns. But the COVID thing will certainly enter into it. I'll protect um, you, Bill. I appreciate that. Um, no, this is new for me, but I, I know one thing I've already started to do. I, I and, and you forget how many people you know throughout the town. I've already started to get calls from people that are hearing about this and are very supportive. And um, so, you know, it, it's helpful for me to have them to, to get in touch with them and start to put this together as to how I'm going to go about the campaign. And, and obviously going door to door is going to be a big part of it. Um, Cause I, I enjoy going out there. I'm again, I I'm, I'm grew up on a farm. I enjoy going and, and going to see the people on the farms and hearing their needs. And like I said, I know the people well down in the North end of the town as well down in the subdivisions. So it will be interesting, you know, how you address the different constituencies of the town. Um, but I don't, having not done it before, it's hard for me to say how it will differ by virtue of COVID, but I'll certainly uh, uh, go the same route that Renee would and, and go with a mask and try to be respectful and see how things go. So uh, we're getting towards the end of the time that I like to have these podcasts, and, uh, but I always like to end these podcasts with the same question. What haven't we talked about that you want to get out there? So is there an issue or something that you want to get, uh, you know, tell people about yourself, your family, or uh, running for town board or, or running and for supervisor that you want the people to know? We'll start with you, Bill, and then Renee, you'll get the last word. I think early on in this, obviously, but, you know, one of the things I'm struggling with is the obvious polarization that exists with national politics and trying to separate that from the local politics that we're pursuing. And, you know, that's not easy because every time you start to talk to someone about how you're running for town councilor, they immediately start getting into national political issues. And so I, I'm, I'm struggling with that a little bit, but I think as time goes on, I'll get better at it. And, um, but other than that, I, I'm looking forward to it. And again, I, I, this town means a lot to me. I hope this will give me a chance to give back to it. And Renee, you'll get the last word. What, what haven't we touched on that you want to make sure you get out there? Um, well, again, you might have to get the hook out. <laughs> because I could go on for a while with that one. But um, I just want you to, people to know that I'm running for re-election because we started work, but there is still so much work to be done. I love town government work. Um, I've been like truly servant. And that's how I look at public service. We are servants uh, for my entire career. Um, I want to finish or at least um, accomplish more of what we've started. 
in terms of bringing um, other sources of revenue into the town. We've had an enormous amount of success with that um, already with some state aid, um, with some county um, funding, with some private funding, justice camp court money, um, uh, the stimulus money that we're that's coming through. Um, and that's really why I ran to begin with is because I felt like this town had a stagnant govern government that really wasn't responsive to the people. And it really matters how you treat people. Um, and speaking of people, uh, that's really what I care about is for town government. And that's why I'm running with Bill. Bill's one of the nicest people I've ever met. Um, he's a great guy. Um, and he's got so many good qualifications for um, bringing uh, you know, um, his expertise and his background to um, Pompey Town government. And it's all about the people. It's not about politics. And I, I, I struggle with the whole national um, political polarization as well. And we try and separate that out when we walk town. You sometimes can't, but um, to the extent that um, we can, um, that's what I, I, I that's what I, the focus is really on. I'm, I'm running with Bill because Bill's the right person for the job. Um, and I'm a natural born leader. I, I just am. I, I recognize that about myself. So um, I really just want to keep doing the work. And I want to do it with the people that we've brought into town government. And I want to do it with Bill. That's awesome. And I want to thank both of you, not just for coming on uh, my show here, but really for putting your name out there and running. Um, I've always said that you know, we lose 100% of the races that we don't run. And, you know, uh, you, you know, two years ago, everybody said there was no way we could win out in Bombay. Renee, you and your slate proved them wrong. You proved that Democrats can have a bipartisan coalition and win town government offices by being authentic. And you had to wither some horrible attacks uh, that, that, were unfortunate, but I think it showed that you were the you know the, the candidate with vision, and and the, and the voters rewarded you. And Bill, I, I you know I, I know that you're not you're not a Democrat, but you're running on a Democratic line, and but both of you are running for town office, and that is commendable because it, it it's only you know that these are the basic building blocks of our democracy that we forget about all the time. So I want to thank you both. For putting your name forward and 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 trying to serve our public here. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. And now my dog has decided to go to sleep. Well, no. right. it's at the end of the program. We well, we put your dog to sleep. But, so, but thanks a lot, Dustin. Thank you. Appreciate the kind words. Thank you. Yes. And and, and uh, uh, you know you know that's the end here, and we'll be back uh, next week with a couple of interviews. Until then, stay safe. Get the vaccine. Get the shot and uh, help us uh, fight the spread of this disease so we can have a safe winter. Thank you. <laughs>